Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino. dot com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of From Complex to Queens.、Uh, Steve is currently stuck in traffic, or apparently not so bad traffic, on the Turnpike, the Parkway. I've already forgotten、uh, what which one he said,、um, but he's not going to be joining us. And also, there's no minor league content to talk about, basically, because none of us care enough about the AFL to go look at the stat lines.、Uh, and also, it's、not、the AFL. Not, I, I do not care. Yeah, I don't at I don't all.、Care. Not and it's not even, even it's not even like last year where there are like two semi-interesting Rule Five guys, the AFL, right? Because Matoyer and Sanger were there, if I remember correctly. There's just、yeah. I, I, I do not care about anything at the AFL this year. But as you, I just hope everyone has fun in the AFL. Yep, everyone has fun. <laughs>、uh, fun makes some memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yep. maybe get a friend. Yeah, become friends with someone.、Mm-hmm. That's all I could ask for. Go pick the brain of a coach from a organization with better player development. You know, <laughs> any of these things. Good use of your time in the NFL.、Um, but yeah, so so、uh, nothing in our usual wheelhouse really to talk about. But as any of you sickos who are listening to this are probably aware, the Mets are indeed in the playoffs, and as we record, have an elimination game in a little more than an hour.、Uh, Needless to say, the vibes on the major league side have not been so great of late. So I think the three of us are just here to shoot the shit a little bit, 
complain, bone our fate. therapy session. Of yes, shit. yes. Um, as we anxiously wait for uh, elimination game. So how are you guys doing? I kind of forgot what an elimination game felt like. Mm. Oh, because not great. Twenty sixteen, like I was just that team was so run down by that point that just making it was kind of cool. <laughs> Mm. Like the expectations were a little different. Like you saw the lineup they ran out, mm-hmm. James Loney and all that nonsense. It was bad. But they were, you know, go ahead. They were fine. Yeah, I like a team. Yeah, like that. That that trip to the to the wild card game was really fun. But like with the ask have bat flip and all that stuff, like there was a lot of fun moments. But you kind of knew they didn't really have a shot. But this, like, you know, a hundred one win team, and you're at your backs against the wall. It's kind of scary. It's, 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 there's a, we can talk a lot, and I think we have talked a lot about the flaws with this team, um, in terms of their roster construction and their on-field management and blah, 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 but there is just, it's quite a bit of garbage level luck where we spent all season thinking about, oh, we just get to the playoffs and Scherzer and DeGrom will dominate. And basically, they both shit the bed, largely due to factors outside of their own control. Like, I don't want to blame them for trying to pitch their injury and not having it, but like, it just sucks. DeGrom was good yesterday, good enough, obviously. Like, yeah, the group wasn't very bad clearly... in either start, really. I, uh, just, you know. I think he's lucky to get out of yesterday with what he gave up, given how he, he was, yeah, for fine, sure. But that, that's Jacob DeGrom. This story is full of <laughs> things like that. It, it reminds me the legend of Jacob DeGrom has many. See, with that 2015 start, it felt like he didn't have it in the first, battled through it, and then found it and just was shoving for the next six. He never seemed to find it last night from what no, I yeah. watched. He had, like, two extremely good innings uh, to start the game, and then things got difficult. Uh, but, you know, as Jacob DeGrom has so often done, he found a way you know hey it was it, it was very nice clearly his his the blister is a thing i know <laughs> i know they don't want to say it and i get why you don't really want to go into a playoff game saying like yes his he has a blood blister on one of his fingers that is absolutely affecting him but it clearly is like he's just not that he doesn't miss his spots like that otherwise there's no other there's no other real explanation you know mm-hmm it's, he doesn't abandon his fastball for like innings at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and he, no. he doesn't throw more than the occasional change for the seventh inning. <laughs> I would say he's clearly good enough. Where even a hobbled Degrom in that sense is still a good, a very good pitcher, and he's going to get you in a chance to win games. I'm more worried about a hobbled Scherzer right now. Yeah, it's not something I expected to say. Yeah, respect levels of health going into the season like if you would have told me that in april i'd be surprised that i'd be more confident in degrom being healthy than scherzer but i mean i think i mean degrom's issue is mostly a pain thing right like you can yeah pitch through a blister and it's gonna hurt like a bitch but you can it just sucks right it it can suck and you're gonna miss your spot sometimes because you're gonna subconsciously flinch away from it yeah they uh yeah scherzer is probably pitching with like 
strained or small tear in his oblique, basically, that's a lot harder to pitch through than like th- yeah. that. At that point, that's affecting your actual ability to generate any sort of hey, generate your usual stuff. Like he was reaching back, and Thomas and I both had the misfortune of being at the game on Friday. Like Scherzer was reaching all the way back to get to 95. It felt like. Yeah, which is very much not Max Scherzer. Uh, like that's a problem for next round, but they have to get there first mm-hmm. for us to worry about it. So, well, let, let's do this, right? How after let, let's let, we can go chronologically coming into the series. How confident were you that the Mets would would win this? I was pretty very confident. low. <laughs> really, I thought they were going to win. No, I thought they were going to win and I've lose. I've been terrified of San Diego all year, and um, I really thought they were going to come out flat after the Braves series. Kind of did. Um, yeah, they did. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and come out flat is kind of unfair, given that they faced Hugh Darvish, extremely good pitcher. But uh, I was not expecting good things after they they lost the um, the division. Me neither. Uh, I will say I feel much better now. Like, whatever happens today, at least they won a game. <laughs> um, you know, they, they made it a series. So I'll, I'll feel much better regardless, given that they won yesterday. So that's um, – and, and today's just a coin flip, too. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. Anything can happen in one game. Anything can happen a, in three games. That's an interesting point, though, because I think for me – if they don't, and even if they win this wild card, frankly, though I guess they're going to, if they lose to the Dodgers, like whatever, it's the Dodgers. But if they don't get, at least get out of the wild card after being in first place for 90% of the season, spending $300 million, and shooting themselves in the foot for the last month of the season, like may, maybe I'm being overly pessimistic but that feels like one of the most disappointing hundred if not the most disappointing hundred win teams of all time there's probably some that we don't know about honestly that didn't make playoffs or whatever like i think there was a giant no it happens pretty much every year the wild card has been to somebody you know yeah um what i will say is um this team's shortcomings were you know easily avoidable uh, Telling me they should have traded for someone better than Michael Givens. Reliever. Like, if anything, the Braves proved like small, a, a combination of small, you know, additions at the, the middle of the season can really make a big difference, you know? Uh, and instead, they chose to make three small additions, <laughs> which really yeah. solving the problem. Um, Dan Vogelbach, I, I adore. Um, he's He's been good for so them, yeah. like straight up. He's no, no, he's, he's, he was a, that was a good trade. It was a very good trade. Um, you know, they didn't give up all that much. And they got a guy who's the long side of a, a platoon that gives you basically Pete Alonzo production. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think uh, my point, which is uh, I wasn't really expecting all that much because they, they really didn't invest. Um, I feel I felt like they were they didn't do enough to between them and the Braves, and um, I'm not really surprised at how all of this is shaken out. 
I mean, I think my argument as to why they would have been a, a bigger disappointment than a lot of these other wildcard teams is because they had the division lead for so long, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. and the yeah. expectations around having a hundred million dollar payroll, like um, comments about larger the larger economics of baseball aside, and more teams should be spending, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're spending that much money and it seems like you have a good team, you kind of expect to do more than choke things away the last month. And especially in a marquee series against the Braves where you needed to win one fucking game. But I don't know. I, 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 and Pete Alonso had a really good answer with this stuff too, where he was like, we got swept by the Cubs. And I think he mentions, like the national like the other like that run where they went like six and eight or whatever uh, against the bad teams they they could have just made that brave series not matter like when i was yep. looking at the september schedule i was like i don't even know if that brave series is going to matter because if they shouldn't have like if the mets handle business they'll be five up by then so who cares like they could have gotten swept and then you win one game in washington you know what i mean like they they kind of they 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 messed around and they found out. Is really is really what happened and here we are. They're, That's they're what in I a, mean. Like I, I have a hard time getting worked up about it because they you know already did the messing around. Is I guess what I was trying to say. No, they did, and now even if they do win this game, which I think they can. Like I I Bassett's a good pitcher and Musgrove has been up and down in the second half and. It's an enti- it's entirely possible that the mesh just come out hot and hit around hit Musgrove around a little bit and we're talking about the NLDS but instead of the NLDS being against the Phillies it's against the Dodgers and you're like well goddamn <laughs> here's the best team in 20 years or whatever the best regular season team because that's they have their warts too the Dodgers because their their rotations kind of weird with Gonsolin not being stretched out and Kershaw being like a five and dive guy now you could get to them in a five game series but it's still the Dodgers, and they're still. I mean, you're also going to be out of rotation. You're probably might, exactly. might have to burn out your bullpen, which is something else we could talk about about last night's game. That being that. Oh my uh, God. How? I didn't even dislike the strategy of, of putting Diaz in that early. No, I would have put Diaz in there. But That's, once, that was the that, the first part of it was fine. Once you go up seven yeah. two, and it's, he's been sitting for forty minutes or whatever it was, take him out. Put Adovino in, and then put Drew Smith in, or whatever. Who cares? Like, he, they kind of galaxy brained it a little bit. It's almost like Buck was so afraid that the bullpen was going to blow it. But if you can't get Drew Smith, I mean, which fair? Out tonight, it's, <laughs> no, I get it. I get why. It's just if that's how down bad you are about your bullpen, it's going to be tough. I uh, probably should have fixed it earlier. Yep, and that's not Buck's fault. But I know that there are no good tactical managers. And Buck is good with the media, and the players seem to like him, but... They need to give him someone to be like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> Would he listen to such a person? I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, I, a serious team does not have Buck Showalter as a manager. Like, Dave Roberts has his quirks, but he's better at this than, than Buck Showalter. I mean, all uh, these guys, how much is Dave Roberts... How many decisions is he making a game over, like, the Dodgers analytical staff, you know? Like, Ke- Kevin Cash isn't pulling uh, Blake Snell. The, the Rays are telling him to. So Well, is, is, there, the 
Well, then you need to get someone who will actually listen to I you. Agree. Like I agree. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just saying, if you're going to hire a personality like that, Buck's going to do, he's going to listen to his gut sometimes. And his gut makes him, like, probably yeah. a bottom three tactical manager in the sport at this point. And yeah, probably when you have a team that, that look, if this was actually a true talent hundred win team that was fully healthy and et cetera, et cetera, and, and not in this position where they're backed into a corner, you could probably shrug your shoulders and be annoyed with it, but it wouldn't matter. But now you have a team that's battered, fit on the mound not exactly performing offensively and has it been for a little while now, seven runs last night, notwithstanding it matters now. Like yeah. it matters a lot. And if you get like, let's say hypothetically they win this game, you get to game one against the Dodgers. You can't really afford to give them a game for free, but you might not have any of Adovino or Lugo or Diaz available because you fucked around and pissed them away in the, the wild card round. Yeah, you just never it's 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 tough because you have to get to that to the Dodger series and I get it, but also you need to be able to trust other guys in your bullpen when it's seven two. Mm-hmm. It was the same it reminded me of Terry in twenty fifteen, where he pitched familiar all the time in these blowouts and then he fell he was what well, he was gassed in the World Series. And Obviously, we're looking way ahead of ourselves with the Mets making the World Series here, but the, the 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 fatigue matters, and that was a problem with that team, and it cost them maybe cost them a World Series in general. So who knows what it'll cost this Mets? But yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I don't even have a pro. I I don't think I have a problem with the with the gambit of sacrificing. A little bit of your odds in the in the wild card to better your odds down the line in in situ in in some situations, right? One of them being when you're up seven two, like oh no, if we put True Smith in instead of D instead of Edwin Diaz, our w- probability of winning this game is five percent lower. Sorry, you, I think you should be taking that risk in order to preserve Diaz for uh, something down the line, but. <sighs> Look, if Drew Smith can't get five outs against this Padres lineup has scary bats, but also a lot of not scary bats. If Drew Smith can't get five out, can't get three outs against this team, you're never pitching him ever. Yeah, I mean you're afraid of Juan Soto's been real trash in San Diego, but you're still afraid of him and Machado and also Bell because occasionally he'll hit one like 480 feet or whatever. And and other than that, I know Trent Grisham has two home runs, but that's it. Like. I'm not afraid of – if Drew Smith can't get Jake Cronenworth out, then he's not getting anyone in the Dodgers out. So <laughs> what is he on the roster for, you know? Yep, yep. That's the thing that kind of burns me about it. Trent Grisham hit 184, 284, 341 this season. That's an 83-weighted runs created plus. In the playoffs, he's hitting 333, 500, 1333. That's a 366-weighted runs created plus. Yeah, he's a- Oh, two games. I mean, two homers and six bats will do that. Along with uh, a walk. Yeah, I can read. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, uh, let me I'm circling back to a point I asked earlier on, right? Like how did you how convinced were you that they were losing the whole series after that game one? Oh, after game one I was like, they're about to go out super sad. <laughs> the vibes were bad. <laughs> I think bad's understanding it a little bit there, Ken. Real bad. I also think Real the entire made it worse. <laughs> How how long did you stay at the game, Thomas? Oh, I was there the whole time because I had a ride. So what? Oh, you 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 sicko! And also, I'm so sorry. It was fine. It was honestly <laughs> kind of funny. Like the 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 crowd ended up going to absurdist comedy at one point in my section <laughs> to deal with this. Like there were there were three extremely funny stories from the crowd. Mm-hmm. One, it was like six nothing or seven one, and they were like. The, the Will Myers gets up and they're like, now up first baseman, Will Myers. And the dude next to me just goes, fuck Will Myers. And I was like, of all the people, man, he didn't do yes. anything today. Yeah. Like, like he's just like enjoying his little playoff game, having a good time, whatever. There was one part where they had two runners on and they nah, but score. fuck Will Myers. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like Will Myers. It was so funny, though. There was one time where there was like two runners on and they didn't score. And the guy in front of me just puts his head in his hands and goes, can we score a run for the love of God? <laughs> and, I was, and that was like my section, basically the entire game. Like once it was three, once it was like once Machado homered and we kind of knew the vibe, they weren't coming back. It was just, everyone was just like hands up dealing with it. And it was pretty funny. So at least there, it got funny. There was a group of hecklers behind me and like you i was watching the game i was watching from like literally the second to last row felt like watching the game from the moon there's a group of very funny guys heckling everyone from behind the the insult they were really settling on was that the home plate ump had a home in san diego or something like that (laughs) it's it's a good time um but i'll i'll admit i i bailed out after the fifth like i've got a dog at home i've got work to do it's cold I'm here alone because the buddy I was supposed to go to the game with got COVID the morning of. I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm going home. <laughs> Is that maybe, maybe that makes me a bad fan. Oh, well, no, I'll, live, you're, I'll you're, live with it. No, it's cold baseball is miserable. Yeah. If it was like 10 degrees warmer and I wasn't dog sitting this month because my significant other is out of the country, I might have stuck it out. I'm like, I'm not going to make Penny sit in the crate for six hours so i can sit here and be miserable <laughs> yeah i feel you um yeah that was not the greatest first playoff game to go to all of it but and his bullpen and management honestly annoyed me more in that game than didn't saturday oh yeah let's burn uh why are you burning i i know trevor may isn't the best pitcher in the world but why are you burning may and lugo in this game my guy just let mcgill or peterson wear it and call it a day. how does like, he not understand in atlanta that down two in the seventh is high leverage 
and instead down six in the fifth is low. <laughs> it, it was like, I, I, because all game yesterday, I was like, oh, it would be nice to have May here as in with a five run lead. But no, you know, of course, May will be around today and you never know what today brings. Maybe they go up seven two again and you could use him and it's fine. But it was just like very clearly should be a bulk guy here. And Peterson and McGill, I know McGill hasn't really been built up, but you could use McGill for two innings and then Peterson for two and then you're out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you need to use them again the next day, well, two, it's an elimination game. Well, you're screwed if you have mm-hmm. to use them too. So your whole bullpen is rested for a game where DeGrom with a finger issue is pitching. It's, I was sitting there like, why? why? I, may look good and I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's just because a waste. It shouldn't have been in the game. That, that really pissed me off more than, honestly, Saturday. Can we also talk about the fact that they have a roster built around two elite starting pitchers, both of whom are dealing with injury, and chose on their playoff roster to not carry a, a real bulk guy? And I know Peterson and McGill can both kind of do it, but, like, Trevor Williams is— Williams? Like, yeah. I think it was the last day of the season, right? He threw, like, six innings? Yeah, he threw, like, a real start. Yeah. yeah. It should have been your 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 favorite minor leaguer, or your favorite minor leaguer who— Give not... Harold a chance, exactly. finally. Let Harold get a major league. Make up- Jeffrey Paternostro celebrate the fact that Harold Gonzalez made the majors or something. Like, instead, you burn Williams and then don't put him on the wild card roster? Like, that's just it, patently stupid. It was just so weird— and you, you just kind of knew the Braves weren't going to—it was over at that point. And what you're paying for 101 wins, I'm sure, but Jose Budo could pitch against the corpse of the Washington Didn't they score the nine Braves. runs anyway? Yeah. They were yeah, up so nine nothing after the third inning. Yeah, just pull them and put someone else in. <laughs> I mean, Chi-Chi Gonzalez started for the Yankees because why would they burn an actual player that they're going to use? And they weren't even in the wild card, you know. No, like they've they've because, had their games haven't mattered for like two weeks. Because they're they, they're rewarding him. They're saying, "Hey, Chi-Chi, go start in Yankee Stadium. Good for you, or whatever it was." And that's cool. And maybe he was a good minor leaguer for them. I don't know, but you could use that for something else. And then Burning Williams, a guy who's legitimately been good this year, and would have been very helpful on Friday. It's just bizarre to me. Just very weird stuff the Mets still do. The other like, and here's the other side of that, right? Realistically, and I, and Buck would never have done this because of the flaws we talked about already. You could have watched that game on Friday and seen that Scherzer had fuck all, and pulled him after the third if you have Williams on the roster. Mm-hmm. Again, not that Buck would actually do this because he refuses to pull his starters early ever, but. You could have kept that a game, right? You not, And then the Mets obviously don't score anything in that game. But who knows what happens. But it, it's still bad management. Like, I don't really like that argument where the Mets didn't score anyway. But that doesn't mean you just. No, like, of course. It up. Like, OK, if the Mets don't score, then you lose three nothing instead. Like, I'd mm-hmm. rather that because then it's a game and you never know. Mm hmm. hundred percent. Now, another frustrating aspect that is actually semi related to. Uh, what we usually talk about. Um, why the hell is Francisco Alvarez riding the bench? He, he's here for have, getting some new hoodies. I mean, he should have hit instead of rough yesterday, but should have started instead of rough yesterday. Yeah, that's what I meant. 
and also the, the the fact that he didn't pinch it for rough in the seventh was pretty bad. Um, so who do you think is actually driving this? Is my question, right? Is this Buck sitting, uh, sticking with a veteran, or is this I, the I front can't office? I not them that much because mm-hmm. again, the guy's had twelve at bats. He's looked largely overmatched, uh, except for one, you know, majestic dinger. Um, he looked good against Washington, but that was a minor league pitcher. And so. we've, he's already been talking about how, um, you know, the moment for him in Atlanta. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't Darren, know Darren Ruff can't catch up but with yeah, the fastball. Darren Ruff is not good. That's also part of it. Yeah. Uh, but maybe you have more faith in Ruff not expanding? I don't know. No I mean, what, he walked twice or something walked once and got hit by a pitch i don't even remember he was on base like they should have gotten like a real dh uh yes that's um, the difference uh but anyway you guys want to wrap around to uh tonight's game yeah uh how are you guys feeling about this one um not bad it's it's tough because well, like I don't I think said, any team has a significant advantage here. Like Musgrove's good, but I also think Bassett's good. So it they're they're both good pitchers and they both could get blown up or they both could pitch gems and I wouldn't be surprised either way. And the Padres have some scary the chaos. Yep. It's good. I think Just it's gonna be a close it. Anything can happen. Life is meaningless. literally anything can happen. Eat Arby's. Um, I will say I had my Mets. I made a Nostradamus kind of prediction in news a couple days back saying the Mets lost game one. We all Mm. are ready to jump off a cliff. They go on to win the series. They get swept by the Dodgers anyway. Still in play, baby. Love the Mets, baby. Love the Mets. (sighs) Free me from this mortal coil of Mets fandom. I actually think they're going to lose tonight, but I have no faith in them to do anything. So we'll see. Like, I actually, weirdly enough, I had some faith uh, in uh, Bassett to come through in Game 3 in Atlanta, and that didn't work. Uh, So I'm not uh, not holding my breath for much here. Um I also still have major concerns about this offense against high-level pitching. Like, I just don't think the shape of this offense works particularly well in the playoffs. And you can't really make a convincing argument either way because the sample size is so insignificant. That's just kind of my gut feel. But we'll see. Um, Joe Musgrove's real good when he's on. So I would say he's been inconsistent in the second half. I think he had like mm-hmm. a four-something area in August and— he had a few bad starts to begin September and then figured it out. So you never know. I mean, Blake Snell was great in the second half and then he looked like terrible yesterday. So you never really know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Mets, I, would I mean, say this... I was more worried about Snell than Musgrove because the way the Mets they, handle they lefties, don't hit lefties is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> like they just never hit lefties and they handled them. So hopefully. I mean, weirdly though, this roster is kind of lacking in, left-handed thump it feels i know that's what vogelbach was brought in to do um but he he did it <laughs> he did the, the guy who they brought in to handle add a little thump against lefties uh did not <laughs> mm. is um, the problem <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's totally fair so i mean look i'd love to see a vogie bomb tonight 
It'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Lindor and Pete having a, a moment was was good at least. Like I think both of them had sub have had uh, some struggles down the stretch here. It's been not didn't do much in Atlanta. Didn't do anything in Game One. So I'm glad that they got. And, Je- and McNeil, too, all had kind of moments in game two, so they have at least that to remember, and no one's sitting out here blaming one of them for, for this if it goes south. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully they can do something against Musgrove as well. Otherwise, we're, we're, we're out of here. Otherwise, um, we're talking about the draft very strongly. Oh, boy, yeah. Then, we're, then we are really going to have to start dissecting those... Uh, <laughs> AFL stat lines. Soon it will be list season. Hooray. Um, that should be just a, a, a load of fun. Also IFA, so we can read one paragraph about random guys the Mets have signed. Forget they exist for four years and then pretend yeah. we know what we're talking about when they pop up again as notable prospects in 2026. My personal favorite. Mm-hmm. The best part of, of doing this. Uh, give me a final score guess for tonight. Four, three Mets. Four, three Mets. Okay. Mets two. One. Oh, so you're making it, you're making it as painful as possible. We're just going to be sitting here white knuckling the entire time. It's going to be like Diaz for two innings on the back of Diaz for two innings yesterday. And I'm going to be excellent. I'm going to be losing my mind. (laughs) The NLDS doesn't start tomorrow, right? It starts Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, they have All right, at least they have a, an off day. And there's an off day on Thursday, like in, in the series. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For travel, I assume. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to go... Can we... What's up? Go ahead. No, can we end on what would make you the Joker? Sure. My score guess first is Padre 7, Mets 4, but... All right, what, what makes you the Joker in this game, Ken? I, th- I feel like me and Ken's are going to be the same. I don't know why. Go ahead, Ken. Um, James McCann hits for himself in a big situation. <laughs> so I'm like definitely it. going to be the Joker at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas? Mine is Diaz blows the safe, and they lose. Like, after after his level of dominance, like, probably oh, the best, yeah. best reliever season of all time, and that's how it ends. You also yeah, just know just he's not gonna, being able to do quite enough. He's going to come out. He'll have two good innings, and then he'll try to get pushed for a third, and he or won't have it. Like that. Yeah, like like they push him just a little bit too much because of how infrequently he pitched in September. And okay, yeah, we should end this cursed conversation. Uh, what that would, would Joker me, find me? My bad, what guys. Would Joker <laughs> find me here. I think it's going to be uh, like. Any of, like, Luis Guillaume or um, Lescobar has been good right-handed. Any of Guillaume or Vogelbach or Nito batting against a lefty in a big spot where the Mets are down late while the camera cuts to Francisco Alvarez with a massive dip on the bench, just <laughs> not contributing as whoever was at the plate strikes out or pops out weekly or ground rolls over to the right side. Like, eh. it'll be the new, not I mean, not to the same extent, but the new uh, Buck leaving Zach Britton in the bullpen. 
So yeah, we'll hope we'll see uh, which one of us is cackling maniacally and uh, kidnapping police commissioners in Gotham by the end of the evening. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I'm not going to go through the usual outro. If you're the kind of sicko who listened to the three of us bitch and moan about the wild card, situ- wild card situation <laughs> at this point, you know where to find us. Comment, yeah. subscribe, like, etc. Uh, Thomas is at Sad Met Season. Ken is at Ken Lavin ninety one. If I'm getting that off the top of my head correct, yeah, I'm yeah, at sure. Elflaw Host three vo- three four three. Steve Sipe is at Steve Sipe, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we'll get back to more minor league focused stuff in the next couple weeks. But until then, love the Mets, kind of love <laughs> the Mets. <laughs> <laughs>